What's up, party people? Um, I just did a podcast with Paul Bulow, finished up our marijuana episode. Um, if you like this, share it on all your platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever else there is. <laughs> and then you can follow me on Instagram at Tyler underscore James underscore Griffith. See all my awesome content. And then don't forget to hit that subscribe button, viewers, listeners. <laughs> I'm just trying to make this more legit. So there you go. There's my intro. Subscribe, like, share. You guys know the drill. You guys listen to podcasts. All right, here you go. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona Podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. Hi, what's up? This is Paul back with me. Hola. From outer space. Como estas? He's been on vacation for a while, right? Um, well, if you call not producing in your job place <laughs> vacation, then yes, I've been on vacation. Right? But no, we're, we're, we're going to get this thing squared away. But last time you were on, we were talking about weed, marijuana. I think you were just getting into the whole cannabinoids and like how your body basically is like a... You're like waiting for your perfect weed match to fix your problems. Is that what we're talking about? (laughs) So you have a system, right? Like within your body where you find different strains. Strands or strains? Strands? Strains. What is it? Uh, Well, it's a genetic strain. Strain. It's a strain. Yeah. So it's through like a, a, a pheno, a phenotype. Okay. Yeah. So there are different phenotypes just like... so. Um, let's just start off by saying that there's more cannabis breeds than there are dog breeds. breeds. So, if, so if everyone can understand that there's more types of cannabis than there are dogs. Imagine on, how on many planet. dogs you see walking around exactly. every day. So there's, in cannabis, there's like a Great Dane, and there's also a Chihuahua, there's a Rottweiler, there's a Pug. There's all these different things, and there's far more than dogs. So genetic selection is just like, they, they took the wolf, there's yeah. a wolf. And they said, oh, let's just take the nicest wolves. And then we started working with them and, and became a companion for us eventually, like from that as well. All dogs are 99% wolf, by the way, just a random fact. Because that's where they came from. All dogs. Their, yeah. their DNA is 99% so that's like, wolf. So that's the same thing as marijuana, like it comes yep. well, as like this. There's ancient strains. So there's strains that were here living on this planet. There's, marijuana's been growing here for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. And humans just decided to take the different types of strains from different places, and then they just crossed them together to make all these different types of so, cannabis. Yeah. It's kind of... So backing up to, all right, so you have these two recognitions. Okay, for the general public, cannabis, there's sativa and indica and hybrid. Yeah, okay? I so you so there's about up, this a little bit. Yeah, okay, there's up, there's down, and there's in the middle, right? Yeah. There's no such thing as sativa. There's no such thing as indica. There's, there's only hybrids. Just like a dog, there's no such thing as like there's like one wolf 
if it's it's either yeah. a wolf or it's a dog, right? Yeah. So it's either a cannabis that is grown in the Himalayas or uh, way high in in Nepal or in an island off the coast of Thailand that's still super super ancient and heirloom strains. You hear about this in vegetables as well. Yeah. Heirloom strains of tomatoes, uh, strains that haven't been touched, that haven't been genetically modified, that haven't been touched by human hands and like mix them up. But with cannabis nowadays, I just want to so. Indica means from India yeah. originally, so there's nothing from India. Somebody you mentioned that last time, which okay. I didn't know that because I thought so, the, I thought they had figured out how to make like the upper. I mean, and there's the so time there's ones. very very it's 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 a rainbow of colors when it comes down to the effects and like how it's going to treat somebody. That's what's crazy because like for me, for example, I'll smoke sometimes with you or somebody else, and like for them, it's like they're so tired, time for bed, mm. and for me, it's like my brain's like active for 12 hours where i can't sleep and i feel like i'm on like cocaine or adderall or something well so it reacts with my brain way different way different and it's the same exact strain well i'd say sometimes it's called a mood enhancer so -hmm. if you're already tired if you're already sleepy and you consume cannabis you're probably going to go that's not like me though like for me if i if i consume (coughs) cannabis when i'm really tired (coughs) excuse me it will somehow make me like i won't sleep that night well, I, I think it's it's also the cannabis is also a stimulant in most senses. Yeah, and so um, we have an endocannabinoid system that is a lock and key method with cannabis itself. So uh, um, you know, we that's have, like cerebral. That's like in your brain. Is that what that means? Like yeah, that absolutely. Canna- so, that's like in your brain. A cannabinoid system. Yes. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, a system that has the the with the cannabinoid THC CBD CBGE CBE. There's so many different thirty two yeah. different types of cannabinoids, right? So they have a system in the brain that's been there for a long time. So that tells me that humans have been consuming cannabis for a really, really long time for yeah. us to have this lock and key method. And sometimes people are different. They're, they're, they're different structures. Some, some people are generally high strung, right? Yeah. Other people are generally lazy. And so maybe cannabis has a different way to help that person out. It's weird. If you're super high strung, then there's a cannabis out there for your cannabinoid system and a lock and key method. To calm, yeah, to so, calm you down, to make you function better. So what Instead you're saying of, is if you are high strung and you go to a place and that you tell them I'm high strung, the place is going to say you need indica. But what you're saying is a sativa might be what fits this person. But like these places are marketing marijuana incorrectly. I would say that it's up to the individual. Mm-hmm. Just as uh, ADHD, they, yeah. they would prescribe an upper for a person that's already hyperactive to make them calm down. Yeah. So in a sense, it, it just depends. Um, you know, my first experience with any type of uh, substance at all was when I was, well, besides Sunday mornings, I used to drink coffee with my dad so I can stay awake during church. Because <laughs> I'd bust tables in my grandfather's bar until like she 3 o'clock so in the morning. Tired. Yeah, so it was my stimulant. Yeah. So on Sunday mornings, I'd get up and I'd make a Boston coffee, double cream. So, like that was the only day you would drink coffee? Double cream, double sugar, Sunday morning. And my yeah. dad knew because he'd pick me up like 3 in the morning. I'd, I'd, I, you know, I'd work in the yeah. bar. So I'd stay at work at church. <laughs> so stimulants became a thing like I knew what would what, what happen. So they were saying, okay, Paul wasn't paying attention in, in class and school. Yeah. His grades are slipping. He obviously has an attention deficit disorder. So he has, just kind of like came up with that conclusion. Yeah, there's disorder, right? Well, maybe the, maybe the disorder is there's so much going on in my family structure that my education is actually slipping through the cracks because we're blue collar and we're just trying to survive with <laughs> five kids like the in, same the, thing in, with in the house. Because I had the same... It's the same thing for me. Like I had what you would consider like ADD, but I think it was similar too to like 
the life that they were trying to push me into versus like if you were able to like maneuver in a different way than you're trying to get pushed into. Sure. It might work out better for you. Well, anyway. I mean, just th- that goes to the first thing that ever was prescribed to me was yeah. Ritalin when I was a so you young, got Ritalin. young kid. I'm talking Because they didn't like, do Adderall or anything when you were no, a kid. No, it was Ritalin, dude. Straight speed. So I would always joke around that my mom was my first pusher man. <laughs> my right. mom was my first plug. <laughs> um, she, you know, she started giving me this Ritalin because they're like, oh, it's going to help me pay attention. So I stayed up for like two days straight after, <laughs> after taking the first dose. And what I was did like, it feel like? Well, it's like, what did Ritalin do? I mean, I was just on edge. Just I was like jittery. Like I was going crazy. Yeah, I was going crazy. I didn't, I didn't like that feeling Your eyes all red. And, like and I'm like, oh, this is, if this is what paying attention is. Uh, I just want to be in la-la land, right? So <laughs> my mom would actually give me the Ritalin. I'd put it under my tongue, <laughs> uh-huh. and I'd pretend like I was taking the pill. Yeah. And I'd spit the pill out, and I'd dry them, and I'd sell them to the eighth graders. You know, And so I'd be... <laughs> And so finally, my mom was like, "Oh, you're doing so good in school." I just started paying attention because I had. You I started had, making your own money. I had which to probably like help well, your intelligence. I don't, also. Know, I don't know about that, <laughs> but my mom finally gave me the gave me the whole bottle, and I remember that that sound. Yeah, I remember that was like cha-ching, like cha-ching. Money. Think ch-ching, about this though. Ch-ching. Think about like what that did. So you tapped into this creative side too, where it was like sort of unethical, kind of illegal, but then also like. It probably made you realize, like, hey, this ADD that I have, if I just channel into something I'm good at, look how good I am at this. You know? <laughs> well, but what if they had, like, what if they had realized, like, you just had a different personality instead of being, like, math and I just science? Need, and... I, I just needed to be challenged, honestly. I, I needed to be, um, to, to be just, I, in school, it was if we had five kids, man. It was yeah. just, okay, if I was getting C's. And then if I, my C started slipping into D's because I just, you know, didn't really have to care. But anyways, so going back to that, someone saw a behavior in me that needed to be modified. Right? Yeah. So when you become an adult and sometimes you're lacking in different things in your life. Yeah. And you're saying, what, what am I lacking to become a better person? You know? Yeah. And instead of going to like. What does that mean though? It's well, all fucked up. How about this? How about <laughs> like, so if you're super disorganized and yeah. your house is a mess so you have a disorder and your clout in your car is a mess your life is just in, yeah. in disarray so you just need to step it up and so with cannabis i have found personally when i use cannabis it it kicks me into gear so to yeah. speak it puts me into this zone where i can focus and flow into something that i'm doing in the task that i'm doing so and you feel like it works for you in all settings like so you could do it and function at a higher sense of yourself in almost every situation. Well, it's only because of practice and understanding like when, where, why, and how. That sounds kind of funny, but like yeah. when to use it, how much to use, <laughs> and 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 then like how to react in that situation. That's what's it's funny. Only, <laughs> but I ran, a, I ran a collective for 10 years. Yeah. Right? But you so just, we were very, very, very medicated all day, yeah. every day. And you had to go into a situation where you had to like help people and listen to them. So you had to figure out how to do that. Yeah. And, but yeah, but then you, but that became almost a norm. And so I think after a while, your brain just becomes, becomes this one with the cannabis where you can really, <laughs> well, personally me. Yeah. But also, it's it gives me a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. And where people would say that, like, paranoia feeling. Mm-hmm. That paranoia feeling would sometimes, I'd be scared of the dishes smelling in the sink. So I'd get up. And Something I, that's helpful. So I'd get up and, and I'd go to yeah, dishes. Yeah, that's what it does for I me. Would be, I would be anxious that 
my breath is stinking, so I go brush my teeth. Yeah. You know, so like it, it gives a little you this, helpful thing. It gives you this little 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 kick in the pants, and and in that way, I can really focus in on things. And so, but that's just me personally. Everyone, just like everyone in this world, everyone out there listening to right now, you are a unique individual. There's no one like you ever before or ever again. And so you are truly a snowflake in this world. So you need to figure out what, what works for you. Exactly. If, like if, for me, because we've talked about me. Yeah. And we've realized that like marijuana makes me super forgetful. Mm-hmm. And so to use it in a setting where I need to focus. Not good. And have like a really serious conversation with people. Is not the best thing for me. So how about when you are at the end of the day and you need to you need play to, guitar or or sit running. down sit down in a meditation where you there's no thoughts needed at that point yeah. in time. Actually, it's time to check That's out. That's what I do with my running. So, so yeah, so that you go into a deep meditation, you go into a running meditation. So yeah. Um, but again, going into the whole cannabis and terpenes and and everything else, it's just it's very intricate and not it's not simple. And it's yeah. not as simple as the government would tell you as far as now it's recreational. Go get as high as you want yeah. and go like ruin your life or something. It's nothing to do with that. It's, That's what's crazy, it, though. They, they took the magic out of it quite a bit. Well, it with, seems like somebody like you in today's world, because I went like three years ago because I got that DUI. Wah, and so wah, wah. I went to this lawyer and he's like, if you want to like have any like escape you need to get your medical marijuana card like because you're not gonna be able to drink because you gotta do pee tests so it's like if you do smoke he's like if you don't get your card you can't smoke or drink i was like i better go get my card so i went and got my card and they basically like there was nothing to it it was just like five questions like blah 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 blah. (laughs) here's a card but there was no real talk about like what you were actually trying to help and so these like doctors of marijuana they're not helping anybody because then you just you get a card then you go to these dispensaries and then like the people behind the counter are like the people we hire to knock doors. <laughs> like they know like this much about weed. <laughs> well, so, it's like I think it's like the only job they can actually probably hold down. But they, I think they all genuinely believe that indica is gonna calm you. Sativa, don't you think? Don't you think that's what I mean, everybody kind of believes? A, it's a general basis, and then yeah. it's also it's the. You know, it's it's all in the fact that like even in the placebo, thirty percent of the placebo effects are, are like become active and positive. Yeah. So even when you don't have the substance but you believe it's happening in your brain, yeah, it's amazing. So there is a huge, huge placebo effect that happens with cannabis. If someone tells you, like I told you, jungle cake is super relaxing. <laughs> super calming yeah. and I have a wonderful time on it before we consumed it right uh-huh. and then we consume it you're like wow this is my this is my jam yep. and then I could have told you anything about anything and some it, of it, them though like it gets it gets to you well, some of them I get like jittery I get like legit shaky so jungle cakes one where it's just like it's chill it's relaxed it just makes me feel like calm well, you have to be your own guinea pig, though, especially yeah. when you're first starting out, you know, in, in anything that you do. Yeah. I mean, when you start taking um, herbs that, you know, like maca or ginkgo bioba or rhodiola or all these different types of herbs. So you see what it does to you, you. Yeah, you need to start out and start out slow and see if it, yeah. really, if you see if it really, really works well, for that's, you. And that's, that's holistic medicine. It's not, not, not going to come with a label. It's not going to come with side effects and it's not going to come with... 
Well, you know, a, you know, just something out of a laboratory. People like this is one thing too that I feel like people don't realize enough too. Like for me, so mar- like if I consume marijuana, let's just say like I do, like I smoke and then I eat something like fast food or I just have a shitty diet. Like I feel like that stuff affects like your high. <laughs> like different things that you consume, like if you have like fatty foods or something with like an edible It'll help like balance out your high a little bit type thing. Do you remember that one day we smoked and I was feeling jittery? You like drink this, like you need to like balance out this like something's off in your body yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think people are just so like let's get high, and it's all like let's just get high that they don't realize that it's all this big. So, like it's your brain gets you you, you affect change. your brain through yeah. food. Right. Like if you drink a ton of sugar or you drink lots of coffee right. or you eat just like, like if you eat a bunch of like inflammatory shit all the time, like it's going to affect the way you think. So if you mix that with marijuana, it might be the marijuana, it might be like oh, your completely, diet. Completely. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's fat soluble, not water soluble. Yeah. And so it does. So, so if you have a higher fat percentage, uh-huh. you, you need to consume more cannabis to get to the desired so Joey, effect. Joey Diaz, what does he consume? Like 800 milligrams he's, every time? Because he's, he's a very, he's a big guy. <laughs> so absolutely, you are what you eat, you are what you consume. Yeah. But you're more than what you consume. You're, you are what you consume on a psychological basis. What what movies are you, are you putting in your head? Yeah. What music are you putting into your head? What are, what's vibrations and frequencies? Like my cleaning lady, she's she's obsessed in that and consumed in the basement there's a demon in the basement for sure and there's an entity there's a playful ghost that lives in my house but i start talking to her and she's like oh my i'm like what are you gonna do today after you get done cleaning my house she's like i'm gonna watch all the scary movies i just watched last night all this movie by myself Conjuring 2, dude? Yeah, no. It's a no. true fucking story about no. this, like, demon. <laughs> Horrible so, idea. But this is what this is what she's feeding her brain. Yeah. She's feeding her brain yeah. all this stuff. And so, literally, she's letting that, she's letting that and those frequencies come into her life. Yep. So, um, entities, in my opinion, do prey on the weak. And uh-huh. they do prey on thing, people that, like, let that open up. Yeah. And so... Just like that. So if you're putting all this really processed foods and all this other garbage and sugars and sodas and all the stuff that's going to really rot your insides and then you consume cannabis and you think that it's the cannabis that's causing all the negative effects, then you're sadly mistaken. And then if you think that you're going to consume cannabis and then all of a sudden become healthy or it's going to change you in some different ways, you're also also kidding yourself and fooling yourself. There's just this culture right now where it's like everybody wants one thing to balance the other thing that wants. So it's like, let's do Adderall during the day, then I'll smoke marijuana at night, and then like they want all these like pharmaceuticals and like all this stuff that's just gonna like, this is how I get into this mood, this is how I get into this right, mood, right, this right. is how I go to bed at night, this is what I take to get like me through church, this is what I get to, well, like substance after substance after substance. So I just think that, again, the, the, the body is an amazing vehicle. Mm-hmm. And even through just like the regulatory system of the breath and through different things. <coughs> Pardon me. Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. Kazuntite. Um, Kazuntite. Whatever that means. <laughs> Abracadabra. 
Uh, bef- <laughs> so there's regular regulatory systems that can happen, and we're always looking something on the external, yeah. whether it be like a food or a comfort or something always. that some, some, like our stomach as our second brain. And so Which is when, so true. So there's more synapses in your brain, the lining of your gut and your membrane, way more synapses than your actual your actual brain itself. It really is your so, second brain. It's your second brain. Yeah. So when you're putting stuff into your stomach, it's yeah. telling your body, it's literally going into your DNA and telling your DNA how to express itself. Yeah. And so there's different uh, subsects of like what you what you put into your body is so huge. And in in essence, it's not uncommon that cannabis can also be negative because of the farming practices yeah because these farmers are not even pesticides that's spraying on top because Uh. it's neurotoxic pesticides that they're spraying on top of these bugs because they has to be so strong there's bugs that have an endo and exoskeleton so they have a they have a hard endoskeleton which is like a like a skull and then they get through that and then then they have a fatty exoskeleton okay so you have to burn through the fatty exoskeleton to actually get that they're using so this super i'm neurotoxic man i'm talking like this is neuro debilitation so if you consume and it will never go away from the plant ever there's stuff called equal 20 it's it's horrible, man. So who, like, does most people use this stuff? So unless it's through a regulatory system, like through the state government, and so, like, different dispensaries that have to have their stuff tested. Yeah. But there's also so many different types of loopholes that can happen in that environment at the same time. It's the same thing as, so, like, that, all those well, Netflix documentaries you watch where it's, like, people get paid off to sign off on stuff. Well, it's it's organic versus non-organic in food, yeah. in food and in cannabis. So if you stick to a shop... That's a pretty creditable shop that gets all their stuff tested. Then you're then you're fine. So, but if you're just getting stuff from Joe Schmo and you just want to like try that, it, it could be very very harmful as well. Yeah. And so that's I think a lot of negative, all the negative side effects, extreme paranoia. Um, Is that uh, stuff? Yeah, extreme uh, hypoglycemic levels of spikes. So you get super dizzy because you're basically lighting that on fire and inhaling it exactly and it's it's, on the plant so So it's it's like huffing what are they like do they claim to clean it so can you so check this out so like you could like wash it off some of them but then you get rid of all the so you could spray with water but then yeah Yeah. but they damage it and then but that so what's really kind of crazy though tyler is when they they extract the oil from the plant itself and they make that into a concentrate. Yeah. You're basically making it into a neurotoxic concentrate and then they put that concentrate into a vape cartridge and then you're lighting this vape cartridge which is like this cotton filaments with a neurotoxic really pesticides. Bad. So you're not Ooh. even vaping, you're huffing by that point in time. So there are there are negative dirty secrets in the cannabis industry for sure. Yeah. And that we, our practices and my practices, we were like 95% organic. So there could be case instances that we'd, we'd have to bring a chemical. Yeah. But it's like cleaning your house. Do you clean your house with completely all natural ingredients? And, and like, or do you have like, you know, the, yeah. the bleach and... The little Clorox the, wipes. You know, or, or the, you know, Lysol. Yeah. I have Lysol in my house. Oh, that, I got like Lysol, some, dude. Lysol's the best. Sometimes the pine, like... Pine salt. Well, I don't know. But, you know, so I, we're 95% organic and that was back in the day. And so... So what um, do you think it is now? How much organic... Like your average, uh, so if you again, go to like, so let's say you went to Pueblo, you went to like just one of the recreational dispensaries. How, how is there any way for you to know what this stuff is? Well, there's, there, 
by the state, they're regulated to be tested. And, and I truly believe that goes from before it go. there's a manufacturing, there's horticulture, manufacturing, distribution, and then retail. Yeah. So from the horticulture, if they stay clean, it goes to the manufacturer. From the manufacturer, they have to get it tested. Before it goes even to distribution to retail, it has to be tested from the horticulture to the manufacturer level. And that's the same metric system they use in, in California as well. But you actually well. think they do like legit testing? Yes. Like these people aren't just like, because did you ever see the this show? The only thing, the only thing is if the retail, uh-huh. right, times it gets to the retail, if the retail is shady and they want to just throw in stuff that's like from wherever and then call it something that's from the pig. There's no way. I mean, that's, no. that's piggybacking off of these other pounds that we yeah. got from this other farm. It's in the retail's perspective. So, yes, there's a possibility, but it's way better than what it used to be. And then. A lot of it came from British Columbia because in BC and in, in Canada, it was horrible. They had this hydro. They'd spray the shit out of it. They were doing this weird stuff. They'd spray it with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola? Because it'd, it'd make it sticky and it'd weigh more. They'd literally spray <laughs> weed. The, what was that? Yes, like, because, oh, because you could sell it for more. Yes. And it's, oh it's, it, it'd be sticky and it'd, it'd weigh. <laughs> There's so many tricks of the trade. Tyler, for real? They'd spray it with pesticides like crazy. And this is all coming from this whole like Monsanto Dang. era, GMO, like I don't like ready made roundup. I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but like there's soy that's genetically modified that it is susceptible it, it will grow if you uh-huh. nuke it. Like if you hit it with roundup, it'll just like grow. It'll still grow. And so this they is like this? This is probably 60 to 70% of the soy that's produced in the United States. What? Is genetically modified from Monsanto. Monsanto has rights to all the seeds. The, the, you can't buy soy seeds unless you buy them from Monsanto. And this, they have this all, it's so, super, so this, you say you su- like... super corporate colonialistic mentality. So they created a soy genetic that if you hit it with Roundup, you know, the stuff that kills like weeds yeah. and shit. It'll still grow. It'll Whatever. still so they hit it. They hit it with the strongest shit, and it'll still come and still still produce. And that's seventy to eighty percent of the soy that's consumed in the United States right now is horribly bad for do you. Do you do not soy just at all? no. I don't. I don't like to do very much soy, but it's also estrogen building. Oh really? Yeah, it's like number three. You know what's the most estrogen producing thing in the planet? By what? the way, hops. Really? Like hops. in beer? Beer. So when a man drinks that's hops, they get, beer, they beer get tits. big tits and a big belly, like they're pregnant. So that's estrogen. Hops. Really? Yep. That's why you don't drink a lot of beer. I don't drink there beer There you go, anymore. guys. Don't drink fucking lots of hops, you dumb fucking idiots. <laughs> hops was a Bavarian thing, man. It was, it was, it was a flavor added to the beer, though. It gives tons and tons of flavor profile. Hops is very, very close to cannabis as well. It grows very similarly, and they have a lot of same terpene profiles as well. So. Huh. That's why you, when you drink a, like a strong IPA, yeah. you get the same some same terpene profile from like a strong OG Kush or something, something of the so sort. So weird. Yep. It's so weird how everything just like that's what you were saying too though. Like your gut has more what synapses? Synapses it's in like your a, brain. Synapses are like the nerve endings. So like that's what's crazy because we talked about this on the last podcast with the edibles. How you process it like so it goes through your stomach. And then it runs through your liver. Yeah, three times is more psycho, psychoactive. Yeah, so like just like that's your proof right there, like how heavily something's gonna like hit your brain through your stomach. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're putting shit day in and day out, <coughs> like hops, or you're putting like burgers and fries and milkshakes and stuff, where it's like 
your stomach's just like, what do you want me to do with this shit? Well, I'd say the the the, the, the problem is it starts with with the the tongue, the tongue being a pleasure syndrome for most people, and the tongue is there to tell you if it's poison or not. Yeah, literally, it's it's to taste all the bitters and some of the sweets. But everyone now uses the tongue and the mouth as this super. It's so funny. It's pleasure, That's funny and it's like it's that. pleasure because it has to hit. You're the gatekeeper of your body. That's so through your dude, mouth. Dude, I had a whole. I started a whole podcast, and I said, "Your tongue." That was what I labeled it because I was I like, really, "Your tongue is like." Because how we always talk about blocking your blessings, like right. your tongue blocks so many blessings for you because you're like, "I want to eat another brownie." <laughs> you eat that brownie. And then your body's like, come on, <laughs> can we not? Can well, we not do this? I'm just saying, from 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 a guy that has his mom makes the best brownies. Like yeah, my mom triple, makes amazing triple fudge, cookies. Did all this stuff. So, well, I'm just saying, going back to this. So terpenes. If we can touch on this subject real quick. Yeah. Um, terpenes are, are they're they're naturally involving in almost everything. So what's like explain so, what a so, terpene is? So a terpene is actually it's 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 a gas. And it's an off gas. And so these gases form in different levels. And there's like a hundred and I think there's a hundred and sixty. Don't, don't quote me this one. 160 different types of terpenes. So when you smell an orange and yeah. you scratch an orange peel, that orange is actually giving off a gas that's coming. And then when that gas then goes inside of your nose. That's an actual gas. It's that a comes gas. Out. So when you right, smell something. It's a gas. So like like did you pass gas? Mm. Damn, did you just pass gas? Like you're smelling the shit that comes from their bowels that like yeah. is coming in like a form of, <laughs> form of terpenes. So yeah. when you smell pine, yeah, in there it's it's all pinene. It's called pinene. When you smell an orange, you're smelling lemonine, limonene, terpaline, beta carophyllene. And there's like there's all these different types. So this is the stuff that orange. gets mixed to make perfumes and stuff. Well, this is this is the this is the notes. And when it comes down to different like uh, sommeliers that know all the different notes and the different tannins to wine because they've trained their nose yeah. to know exactly all these different types. People of People actually wines. that's like a real thing. That's a sommelier. I thought that was a lie. Like people just so, like faking. So like <laughs> I so I've smelled so much cannabis in my day that yeah. I could smell it and I know how it's going to make me feel. Just by just, just, the just by the smell, huh. and so your nose knows. Your nose is the closest thing to your brain. Does your nose know if you don't know that your nose knows? Yes, because there's no <laughs> filter. There's so no... if I smell one, I would know like this is mine. Absolutely. That's why when people smell different types of weed, they're like, "Oh my gosh, no, that's way too much." And then all of a sudden they they smell one, they're like, "Oh my, this smells like, Sophie. like, like exactly." And that's another stuff. But so terpenes are naturally involving in almost everything you do. Fresh cut grass, terpenes. That's a gas that's from actually the blade hitting the grass itself. That's due, the, the grass is being cut. It's an off gas that's coming into your nose. It's so weird too because like so many people, like there's different smells where people love and hate like gasoline. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love the smell of gasoline. A lot yep. of people love the smell of cigarettes. And then, like other people, like absolutely yep. hate so, that stuff. So, what's what's this thing cl- closest tied to smell? Memory. Yeah. Right. What's also tied to smell? Taste. If you taste something, you smell it. You smell it first, right? Yeah. So you get ready. You smell the terpenes. You smell the gases first before you put them in your tongue 
and then you actually taste them, and then your body processes the whole experience. In what would it be about? So, like my daughter Sophie, right. she loves the smell of coffee. Like she loves the smell of yep. coffee. Mm-hmm. She likes the way like marijuana smells. She likes the way like I haven't actually showed her marijuana, but she's smelled it, and she's been like, "What is that she in your car or something?" Yeah, like she's just smelled so, it like out and about. So she has. So there's no filter to that. She just yeah, so. knows. She knows if she likes it or she doesn't like it. Like uh-huh. like cilantro. Like, like, wh- like cilantro. Some people love cilantro. They're like, God, it tastes like soap. Get this yeah. out of my mouth, right? So in that sense, there there is a lock and key method with terpenes and cannabis. So the way that it smells is a direct effect on how it makes you feel. But how would you like? How would you explain the fact that like somebody likes the smell of gasoline? Because then that would make it seem like, okay, don't trust your nose. Your nose is broken. No, because there's very much gasoline-type smells Uh in cannabis as well. Sour diesel, uh, OG Kush, uh, jet fuel OG. There's uh, uh, So just something like... So carophylline, if if I had a terpene profile... So I'd go around with a terpene set when I'd go do my cannabis uh, educations... And I'd have them smell all the different types of terpenes. And then I'd bring cardamom and cinnamon and black pepper and sage. And I'd pair that with all this. And orange peels. And hmm. I'd say, here, smell this beta carophyllene. Now smell this orange peel. Can you smell the differences? Can you smell the similarities? And they're like, can't you understand that Like, the same beta carophyllene that's in black pepper is also the same gas molecular structure that's in cannabis itself? That's cool. Yes. Huh. Very cool, right? So there's no differences. There's no difference in molecular structure. Chemistry is chemistry, right? Yeah. So the same. So that's what you're saying about these like endocannabinoid systems that that's we right. have. It's like absolutely. So like where somebody will smell something and it is like this it triggers weird trigger it. exactly for other people. So, it's a different trigger. So I don't know if we talked about this last time, but the reason why the Germanic people would take pine into the house during yeah. winter time when it turned into a Christmas tradition by bringing a christmas tree into the house mm-hmm. because the pine has pinene coming off of it yeah when you smell pine and you and you and you burn it too i smudge yeah, my you, house all the time that I, smells amazing i burn pine and sage and i burn uh, juniper you gotta and, take your the problem with this is you gotta take your fire alarms down well, i did do that <laughs> um but in essence so the same pinene that's in pine trees they found out that if they took pine into the house in this and in, in the winter time less people would get sick because the pinene cleans the air of microbial and bacteria hmm. is in the air. So when you consume cannabis and it's fully full of pinene and terpylene and beta-carophylline, you're actually putting a protective layer on your mouth, in your esophagus, and in your lungs from antimicrobial and antibiotic. So when you go out into the world, you actually it's actually helping you by not getting sick. Really? So if someone sneezes next to you and you just consumed cannabis not too long ago, you've actually already It'll put protect a protective you. barrier. That's right. So it's healing huh. It's healing of the nation. So it's actually, it's actually helping you. Remember you said this last time. Mm-hmm. So I just want, is I, that like, I, I want to reiterate that. Is that any type of cannabis though? Or is that's, that... That's terpenes in general. That could be the same thing from essential oils. Yeah. So I use a lot of essential oils too. I use a lot of frankincense. I use a lot of... Oh, I've been murder. using that. I got I a lot there. of I use a lot of peppermint. I use a lot of... Uh, I love that cinnamon stuff. I've been using tons of clary sage lately, uh, a lot of lemongrass. So now it's the season. So I've been changing into the seasons. Yeah. So in the wintertime, there's a lot of warming stuff like um, geranium, lavender, cinnamon. And now I'm changing mm. up to clary sage, lemongrass. So during it the season... It is weird to like... 
So, yeah. but those have terps in them as well. Those have they're highly, highly terpene in, yeah. in, the, in the oil content too. So you could say that plant-based medicine goes hand in hand. So cannabis has this like horrible like asphyxiation to all these different types of demeanors of you know bad people and drug yeah. lords and cartels and you know everything else but it but, but in essence, well, that's just because of the pharmaceutical nightmare though well like it, you wouldn't have all that if like it was just legal everywhere and it was sold the way it should be and people were educated correctly i mean take take for instance what do you think take for instance colorado springs colorado springs does not have recreational yeah marijuana you know what also colorado springs has what? a horrible methamphetamine problem horrible i'm talking horrible but really bad do you know why I truly believe, and I'm going to go on a limb here. Go for whatever. it. Whatever. I truly believe the military would much rather have their soldiers on methamphetamines and uppers. You need these guys staying, staying yeah. awake. You don't want them on weed and, you and becoming like, creative and all of a sudden thinking and realizing that they like want peace thinking, and thinking not outside the box. I, absolutely. And so it's an easy transition, especially if they're giving these guys all these different types of stimulants. If you're in Afghanistan and you're on watch and it's... Yeah, you it's, want these guys to be like, absolutely. You don't want them to be sitting absolutely. there like all chilled so out. Like, I truly believe that, up, that, the government, that the government and the <laughs> invested so interest true. in this in this city alone, they have not let the let weed go. There is a ton of medical marijuana shops in Colorado Springs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I personally have not got my medical marijuana card as of yet. Yeah, um, I found better selection and prices down south, and we work down. In Pueblo as well, so that's where I that's where I get my cannabis. But it's the first time this year is the first time of me actually purchasing cannabis in probably not growing in a good eighteen years. So I'm back to a retail perspective. If you get your uh, cards, you can grow. You can yes, grow like five I, yeah, plants know, or something. I know, but I grew for eighteen years, and so that's like on a you get a little super break. professional level. Yeah, yeah, you get a little break because it, it's it's in a day to day basis. I do have some really wonderful plants in my house. Yeah, that I take care of very well. So and. Um, so yeah, people like cannabis is um, it it really it goes deep. It goes as deep as you want to. And then this is just the the general basis. There's yeah. a whole other ethereal, and there's a whole other like spiritual side of cannabis too that goes just very like, just really really goes hand in hand with, you know, from different different subsects of Rasta or uh, Buddhist or all these different monks and these different holy people that would consume cannabis, um, to really yeah. to reach higher states of consciousness and to really get to these these planes of deep 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 meditation and um you know i i think it's it's really helped me in those senses too where I that's could... what it's done for me too like recently i feel like marijuana for me is to reach like it's like i almost i've been taking breaks for like a week and i won't consume anything and then i'll like smoke or do an edible or something and go on like these long runs and it taps into like all the the emotions like it releases these emotions that need released for me yeah, totally. and it's like without it it really is like a big stepping stone in my healing process and that's why you were saying like the when what how where why like it's true because before it was like i wasn't a place where i had a lot of because when i left the church i was pretty angry i was pretty pissed and so marijuana for me was just like i take marijuana and i could be not mad right and right, so it right. was helpful because then I wasn't like this pissed off dickhead. Yep. But then I got like used to it, like too used to it. So I was like, I needed it not to be mad. Mm. So then I had to start to train myself to be like off marijuana. And, like, right. To use, so, to yeah. use it in balance. Sure. But then it like shifted to, to what, like what it worked better for. You know what, what? I mean? 
I would say in your essence, you say it, it because you know you were less mad or you weren't as mad. Yeah. Um, inflammation is stress. Yeah. Um, any type of inflammation. You, you sprain your ankle. What happens to your ankle? It gets oh, inflamed, swells right? up. Yeah. So like, what happens if you're going throughout your day and your brain is just super stressed out? Yeah. It becomes inflamed. So your head uh-huh. hurts. You can't think. And you're eating shitty on top of it. I so. I'm just saying this, so it's it's all inflammatory. So if it's it's stressful, inflammatory from your brain, or if it's stressful, inflammatory from what you're consuming through your diet, it's inflammation is, in my essence, inflammation, and um, I I don't know. I guess just like like phlegm, I guess yeah. phlegm or mucus, mucus and inflammation. I think are the two roots of disease and the two roots of like. Some major, major il- il- illnesses in this in this world. Inflammation. Inflammation, Inflammation is horrible. And mucus, mucus membrane. Um, there's so many different things in the brain in, uh, that like are just horrible. Say if you're going through a super stress- stressful day yeah. and you're inflamed. So when you come home and you consume cannabis, or if I consume cannabis after I had a super stressful day and it's still affecting me the next morning when I'm, when I'm waking up, and I consume cannabis and, it, and the inflammation from my brain goes down, I start to breathe and stretch and drink water because I have this cotton mouth. So the body, the body wants to consume water. It wants to hydrate yeah. the body. So when you consume alcohol, the body actually will release uh, water and, and, and you become less. Dehydrated. Yeah, you become dehydrated. Yeah. With cannabis, it's actually quite the opposite. Cannabis can actually promote hydration because yeah. it, it, it will become, you'll become hypersensitive to it. Oh man, my mouth is really dry. Yeah. Let me drink a ton of water. Right That's now. what I do. So, I drink so much water if I smoke. So again, the hypoglycemic levels happens because the consciousness has been switched. The synapses in the brain have not been firing on different levels. It hasn't been all day or in the morning. And so all of a sudden you're like, wow, that was such a mental, I'm so mentally taxed. Like what do you do after you, like, like college kids? Yeah. Like, they cram for studies. And then, then what do they do? They go out to eat. They go eat. They go eat tons of food, right? Go drink and eat. Right, it's because they they tax themselves. So when your day is over and you're taxed and you want to come home and you consume cannabis, now your brain's alleviated, but the body goes, "Oh man, I just want to consume a bunch of food to get back to that." Yeah. Normally, it's just because you're dehydrated. And I say anyone that gets them, oh, I just get the munchies and eat the whole house and home. As soon as you become, <laughs> as soon as you become aware of that, I want you to go to the. I want you to go, go to drink where, some water. I want you to go drink three big glasses of ice water with lemon, and then you tell me if you're starving, if you're still. still hungry, still. That's a that's some good advice for everyone out there. You don't learn this from your parents, people. You don't. This is not nope. something you learn, and it's something that I had to change because I really enjoy being healthy. I really enjoy not having extra extra body weight and extra, yeah. extra stuff hanging off me and speak and then that will happen real quick because as soon as you give in to the hunger beast the beast <laughs> takes over people yeah and then that's where you get a negative connotation about cannabis but it's normally because at that point in time the body's relaxed the brain is less inflamed you're you're at almost a vulnerable state. Yeah. But if you go into a gentle state of being and say, you know what, I'm not actually hungry. I'm actually just really thirsty. Let me go drink two big Excuse glasses. You know Let me go drink two two big glasses of water. Oh man, I feel actually pretty good right now. You know? That's a problem though. Like you mentioned, this vulnerable thing. Like, I think that's a problem too. With just society and people in general is like, people are like how you talk about the army, and they like they want them to be like. 
away from marijuana and this and that because there's like this like machismo or like this image to put forward. Right. And so a lot of times like I feel like society just doesn't function the way that it should. Well, <laughs> you know I what think I mean? sensitivity and vulnerability is not it's not cool. Well, yeah, yeah you look, people you just look, don't want to be vulnerable. It's like being vulnerable is weak. Well, it's not cool. Being positive is not cool. Yeah. Like if you you know what I mean? Like be a to, gossipy negative. You want to be like the person that's calling out for something else to feel good about yourself because you're looking at something else. In yeah. essence, you know what I mean? But it, 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 it goes real deep, people. But like I, I'd say with the whole cannabis thing, you know, it, you have to take it um, one day at a time and then you have to take it slow. Um, my grandma, she's uh, 92 years old. She, she takes CBD still. Yeah. And I had to ease her into it. And like so the, really, she's, she was worried about CBD. CBD. Not no, even no, 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 no. So, so she actually came to visit me. This My, my grandma's amazing. I love yeah. this woman. She's an amazing woman. Chicago. She's tough. Um, she came to visit me. She's 88. Yeah. She, she calls me on the phone. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is where I'm coming in. The gate, this and that. Okay, I'll come meet you at the gate, Grandma. Don't worry. And she says, oh, yeah, by the way, I heard these, these things. They're called these gummies. <laughs> and they had these things called these CBD, and I was like, "Bop, Grandma, you want to see more gummies?" You like, like she... open your mouth, Grammy. No, <laughs> so, so I was like, "What?" She's like, "Well, just in case, just in case I need them, you know." And I was yeah. like, "All right, no problem, I got you." You know, she's like, "But this is just between me and you, but no funny stuff." None, none, <laughs> she goes, "None of that funny stuff, though. Just, none just, just this funny, just THC. the CBD, yeah, just the funny, just whatever." Yeah. So she came, she visited. I got her the gummies. I showed her right away. I was excited. I'm like, me and grandma are getting hard. You know? <laughs> so we, we started going around visiting things. We're in a shop, and the shop has these three auspicious concrete stairs that like no one sees because they have a bunch of signs and this and that. Yeah. So my grandma didn't see it. So she like kind of tripped down these three stairs, and she was going to go down. And I thought, oh, my God, this is it. She's going to go down. Break She's 88. But like, for still like good, though. Grandma's, yeah. grandma, grandma's awesome. So she like bear hugged this like display of like <laughs> license plates or something, you know, and she like held herself up and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, okay. Oh man. Like, oh man, my back's a little sore. And I was like, oh, maybe you would need a gummy, you know? <laughs> so we get back. She starts popping these gummies when she's visiting me. What are they? Like How much? Candy. So they're like. 10 think, milligram or so something? So they're 10 milligrams of CBD to 1 milligram THC, right? So she's popping how many? So she's popping maybe three, four days. So, she, so oh, she's amazing. calling people on the phone. Like, I'm in California. <laughs> she's in Chicago. She's calling people. They're saying, I've never heard her be... She looks... She like she lost like 30 years off of her life. Like, she's just having the best time <laughs> of her life, right? So I started sending her home. So one time... I sent her the wrong package. I sent her the ones that I would like to eat, Ooh, which are like, like there's 50 still milligrams there's of THC. 50 milligrams of CBD okay. to five milligrams of but THC. But still like she, five times what she's used to. Yeah. So, and then her dementia is kicking a little bit. So she can't remember if she took them or not. Oh, so I guess grandma took like a couple too many. She got up in the middle of the night and she had like five <laughs> bowls of cereal. <laughs> so she didn't, do, she didn't know about she the, water the water with the lemon. <laughs> She was like, cinnamon toast crunch, bitch. <laughs> she, 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 she ate like five bowls of cereal, didn't remember, like left a big mess. So she lived with my like, aunt and uncle. And yeah. then it became like a big thing. And she's like, oh, well, I took these gummies. That <laughs> and then, and, and then so, but, so funny. Yeah, but like, 
probably so good though. So even with my grandmother, oh, so good, man, so good. Probably so good even for her. Her cognitive function, and I'm telling you, she came to visit me, and we had to. But it was nothing like over the top or anything. It was just like you know, with with an edible, it's just a different thing. And so yeah. I think it, there's so many different forms, so many different <laughs> types so, of things. Yes, so funny. Because my grandma was like, so both my grandmas were awesome. My dad's mom was like a little bit more. She was just like this like perfect put together like sweetest lady you've ever met in your whole life just like she was just like somebody you looked up to as like god damn like look at you and then my other grandma was like this like funny like she was hilarious but it was almost like that uh <laughs> it was like my like condo grandma with the piano in the main <coughs> room and then like my <laughs> my tv dinner tray grandma where they'd watch the Rockies games okay. like in their right, right, right. in their Rockies gear. But <coughs> she would dance around and <coughs> tap dance and stuff. She was like hilarious. I'm just thinking, if I got high with her, I can't even imagine how funny she would have been. Oh man. But I also have like a lot of family members. I just talked to somebody recently that has like severe OCD, severe depression, severe anxiety, and I was like, have you ever looked at marijuana because of the religion? They won't touch it. And I'm like, just like, yeah. this could be super, maybe look at the CBD and then like a little THC here and there. And they like, nope, that's crazy, right? Well, I'd say it's, it's the same case instance between um, all the mothers that had kids with epilepsy. Yeah. And they, there's documentaries saying it should, have been the, it should have been the first thing that they tried, not the last. Because they tried all these different things that went through all these harm for these kids. And they finally tried... Uh, Rick Simpson oil, Charlotte's Web. Web. It's a great documentary. And um, the girl was having like 20 seizures a day and it went down to like one. Did you should assume my son, because I got him a medical marijuana card. So we bought the... It's so funny too, because even like a kid with leukemia, you get a card and it's the same thing. You go into a shop and you buy whatever you want. There's no like, how old is he? How old is this? They're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I have a son with leukemia. I don't fucking know. What should I get him? They're like... Oh, what do you want? And I'm like, I guess I'll get what I get. Right. And then we'll just like break him off a little bit here. But his nausea and stuff, anytime I give him some of that CBD, like teeny tiny bit of THC, like it was like the kid was so peaceful. Yeah. I mean, you have to, the, the, the THC gets demonized because it's the first thing that they actually like found psychoactivity to. Yeah. Like, like a long time ago. But it's, THC is just all different types of different things, you know? And then, yeah. like, and there's, like, Delta Delta 9 is what the one. And now they're coming up with a Delta 6. So there's a T- What is that? What's Delta so 9 mean? So, so, um, so Delta 9, so, like, THC is actually this um, different type of cannabinoid. Yeah. And they, they narrowed it down to this, like, Delta 9 cannabinoid, which is the most, like, they seem and perceive as the one that gets the psychoactivity happening. Okay. So the euphoric, the... Um, you know, nostalgia, like et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, and so that got is the front runner for potency for marijuana, which actually is, it's just one subsect. It's like one color of this beautiful rainbow yeah. of terpenes, cannabinoids, set and setting and your endocannabinoid system. And so uh, with Delta nine, now they're coming out with THC six. And so now they're oh. saying THC six isn't illegal. Yeah. And now they could put it in all different types of edibles and all this other types of stuff too. And so 
Delta nine is the one that's on the schedule one for federal yeah. for, the, for, for being illegal. Now they're coming out with this Delta six, which I personally never tried Delta six. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of curious about it, but Pete, like, is it it's, like, it's supposed to be just kind of, I, I, I can only imagine it's just another type of cannabinoid that they, they changed just like you any. went into a shop and said, I want the Delta six, but they know what no. you're talking about. At yeah, all. but they wouldn't have it. It's but they, early, would, they would know. Yeah, it's too early. It's just like when decarboxylated THC came out, which is a, it's a, it's a cannabinoid that hasn't been heated up yet. Yeah. And so it's a THCA, so it's in an acid form, not a, not a actual like cannabinoid form. Oh. So you have to heat it up first. And so that's what they actually saying. Like THCA was actually was one of the most stimulating things for people like to stay awake and to stay focused mm. and concentrated. That's so, so crazy how you activate it mm-hmm. through like through heat. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's why if you do, like, if you just ate marijuana, like, it wouldn't do anything. Right? You'd have to, like, cook it. No, not, not, Would not. Would you have to smoke no, it or, like. No, not per se. Because eating is the, eating is the most ancient way. Of if you just took the raw plant and ate it and chewed it up and swallowed it. You'd get high. You would. Yep. Yep. It goes through your liver. Like, it, it's, it goes, it coagulates with other, but, like, so type of lipids. So it'll activate, though, like, yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. How I mean, I thought you had not, to, like, not as it? much, not as much as, as if you would de- decarboxylate it yeah. or like get it to a point where it's like a flashpoint uh-huh. where it gets above a certain temperature. So the psychoactivity actually becomes there. Okay. You know? So, but no, if you eat weed, I mean, you're still going to, you're still going to get it. I mean, there's still, there's still hmm. terpenes, there's still all different oils, there's all different things. Maybe not as high as you would get if you would like, you know, you know different cook you yeah. know, certain things, you know, or I'd make butter, olive oil back in the day. Hmm. Which olive oil would make the strongest olive oil you've it's ever amazing. had in your life? I mean, it's just it was just too strong, honestly. Because you have no idea, you have no idea. Yeah, what, yeah because you Isn't just that put, like edibles in general, though. Like now, think about these now, gummies. but now How they're, do they spread it out. They're so regulated. They're regulated. No, no, no. Like they the, that's the best. That's the best thing that's ever happened to edibles, is because everyone has had a horrible experience with edibles, right? Yeah. So what happens to lawmakers? Lawmakers are given everything, presents, all this stuff. Oh, you're a lawmaker. You're on the you're on the cannabis ballot to try to like figure yeah. out this thing. Here, here's a bunch of cannabis. So what happens is they they're like, oh, it's just a brownie. It's just a cookie, right? Mm-hmm. And their life gets turned upside down from edible. Yeah. Way more than smoking a joint would, right? You smoke a joint, you're kind of get high for a couple hours, and you're, you're gonna be okay, right? Yeah. But you get high out of the edible, you're gone for like eight hours. Yeah. Sometimes, like really, re- you're gonna go to sleep and you're gonna wake up. You're still high, right? <laughs> You're like, what is this? That's the worst. So lawmakers then either them or they watch their kids or their dogs. They have don't whole, have like a how realistic many people out there, of it. Like I've seen dogs get into like brownies and stuff like yeah. that and they just have terrible experiences, right? Uh-huh. And so, so these people So the lawmakers exactly have horrible experiences they base off this, so they was regulated. So in essence you can't buy a huge dose anymore. Like back in the day, you could buy these Buddha bars. There were a thousand milligrams of THC <laughs> in one, yeah a Buddha bar in one brownie, and because people's tolerance became higher and higher, a thousand higher. milligrams, one thousand milligrams in <laughs> one brownie. You need things called a Buddha bar. Do to you? Say goodbye to your life, man. For like, <laughs> so me personally, I've always been a super <sighs> sensitive, so much. super sensitive to edibles. Personally, I could smoke and vape and all day long, all day long. But if I take too much edibles. Bye-bye, Sunny Susie. I'm checking out for the afternoon. There's no possible way. <laughs> it is you. You're a part of it. So, it, so and when you're going to edibles, people, Pete, really try to take just enough. What would you say if somebody's never done edibles? What would you start them with? 
I would I, say you would do. I want. I'd like. I would do a ten to one CBD to THC, where you're doing ten milligrams of CBD to one milligram of THC. You just just, take just one like of those. my grandma. Yeah. So you yeah, start. That's that. what I just barely. Like, and then and then you go up to twenty five milligrams of CBD to two point five milligrams of THC. Now, if you're adventurous and you just want to do THC edibles, have fun. Be careful. Don't go above 10 milligrams in general. Would you recommend, though, ever. like, because some people, like, so sometimes I'll take a 5 milligram. And it destroys you. And I'll you. be like, be- If it's but just. But sometimes I'll take, like, a 25 and I'll be like, well, it's weird how if, it hits. So CBD actually goes and blocks some of the receptors as far as the psychoactivity to THC. So if so, you take the CBD, it's not going to hit as hard. No. And you need the THC in there to activate the CBD. Okay. So, But if you just want to recreationally get high on a THC edible, take a 5-milligram edible and see how it makes you feel. But when they take, so like when they market just CBD, it's not even like it won't activate really? No. Yeah, so if you get the stuff like in the grocery store that or whatever else. sucks. It's a placebo. Well, man. not a placebo. It comes from hemp. There are, I mean, you have to have hectares and hectares of hemp. To extract a hectares is that a real word that you just said? Yeah, you know what an acre. You know what an acre is? Like from Lord of the Rings. Do you know what an acre is? An acre of like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. An acre. Uh huh. A hectare is a thousand acres. A hect. Wow. Hectare. Would you like read? Do you read like the encyclopedia for fun? (laughs) The dictionary. No. But (laughs) it's a good word. Thanks. A hectare. Hectare. And remember this one. Hec. Hectare. Um. Anyway, so CBD, yeah. I mean, people like it's just it's be your own self guinea pig. Yeah. Start slow, don't, like don't get crazy and like don't go, don't go, don't have a bad experience where you're like, dude, oh, this sucks, you know. And so, don't like. That's another thing too is like if your your friend's favorite thing is this, and like they're like this is it, like take this, and then if they don't like it, that's not the end all be all because like. Your system's different than yep, theirs. Exactly. And I think a lot of people have, like, no education. Yep. Some people think, like, so all or nothing. Like, they think they know everything. They're like, you, brownies are the best. You don't like brownies? And it's like, I don't like brownies. What do you want me to say? Like, I just don't like brownies. But they're like, it makes no sense to them because they have no sense of, like, outside of themselves. And so some people have friends like that where they're like, this is the best drink ever. Drink this drink. If you don't like it, something's wrong with you. And it's like, well, I don't like it. I <laughs> to tell you. That's how people can be with THC and like marijuana is they say, this is, this, this is it. This is the stuff. And then you try it. You're like, this isn't the stuff. <laughs> it's like, well, that was the stuff for them, well, but not for you maybe. True that. And again, in a, in a different sense to get a little deep, like if you let go of... I don't like this and I do like this. If you can get to the point of your personality where you can stop saying, I like this and I don't like this, that's 90% of spirituality in my opinion. Yeah, in my I think opinion. you're right. If you could drop the fact that like, yeah. It's like your walls. Just like, no, I like this and I don't like this. And so if you, if you, if you drop that, that's a, big, that's a big part of your life that happens. So. There's a big part too, like you think about, because I got little kids. One more thing about the tongue, because kids' tongues love the sugar, and they love this and that, and so sometimes you give in like too easily to like this, I like this, I like, I don't like that, but you don't let it have a real sense of what it is. So if your kids ate like vegetables, maybe your tongue doesn't like it as much, 
but then your overall sense of like how you feel is way better. It's like my son Tucker, we do green smoothies and stuff every morning. He used to hate them. And then it's like, I just said, pay attention to how you feel. Just pay attention to like, I know like the taste maybe isn't the same as a waffle or cinnamon toast crunch, but like, just pay attention like at noon when your kids are all like going to lunch, how you feel on the waffle days and the smoothie days. And then it's like every day he's like, I want a smoothie. And I'm like, yeah, because you finally let yourself like have a real sense of what this is supposed to be. Absolutely. That's just, so, just having awareness. Yeah. So this thing ends. I got like one minute left. So we'll just All right, man. It. Well, good talk. Good, good talk. Yeah, that was good. What else? Nothing else? Say goodbye. Peace, love, happiness. Hope. Yeah, exactly. Shanti, shanti. There you and, go. And uh, don't forget to touch each other, guys. There you go. As Ray Charles said, there's nothing better than the sense of touch. There's nothing better. Perfect. Perfect way to end it. Thank you. All right. Peace out, guys. Adios.